Grace, mercy, and peace are yours. From God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen. We're now in week three of our sermon series called God is Here. And so far we've talked about the fact that those words are life-changing words, particularly as we spoke about last week when we see God as big, the biggest thing in our lives. Today we'll add to those thoughts as we talk about the fact that, that God is so much more than just a God who promises something for the future as he promises his blessings and grace for this life as well. You know that this book, if you've been here the last couple of weeks, Three Words That Will Change Your Life has provided the ideas for this sermon series. The, the book written by Pastor Mike Novotny is about those three words, God is here. Mike Novotny in the book makes the point uh, that when the angels were singing before the Lord in Isaiah chapter 6, singing their holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, they say this phrase, the whole earth is full of his glory. Not just heaven, but what we see on earth is proof of the glory of God. He uses one term to describe it. I would say of the chapters of this book, the book, this, the chapter that we're talking about today is my personal favorite. He uses this word, this. This, that is the description given to the things that remind us of God's presence in this world. Let me give you a little example from my own life. Reese's peanut butter cups. Not just the regular Reese's peanut butter cup. Have any of you ever eaten one of the big cups? You know what I'm talking about? With the extra peanut butter in them, right? That perfect blend of succulent chocolate and peanut butter. Never mind the calories. That's a this thing. God made somebody able to make that delicious treat. And then there's bacon. I just found out last week, as a matter of fact, that there's a way to cook bacon that makes it even better. Has anybody tried this little twisty, do the twist of the bacon? I haven't yet either, but I have to try it. Supposedly, it makes something good even better. And then, of course, I put my love of baseball on the screen. The Milwaukee Brewers, even though they just broke a six-game losing streak, it's still something that brings a little bit of joy to my life to watch a baseball game. Here, here's the point. If God can bring the moments of joy that he does through a peanut butter cup or through bacon or through baseball, then imagine the joy that God will provide when we're in the eternity that he's won for us through Jesus. That's really the point of these this moments. We can enjoy the blessings here because they are a picture of the blessings that are to come. And on the basis of these words from Philippians chapter 4 today, let's talk about the fact that our God is more than just a future God. Because even in our lives now, it's God who gives us joy and it's God who brings us peace. Listen again to Paul's words from verses 4 to 6 of Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. If you read the four chapters of Philippians, you would hear the word joy or rejoice almost two dozen times in those four short chapters. It's the keynote, really, of Paul's entire letter to the Philippians. What makes that remarkable is this. Paul is not a free man as he writes these words. 
As a matter of fact, he's in Rome under house arrest, awaiting a trial before Caesar, a trial that will decide whether Paul lives or dies. Can you imagine what must have been going through his heart and his mind? And yet Paul recognized that even in the midst of these trials, even in the midst of the troubles that he was going through, God's hand of blessing was still there. He reminds us, rejoice in the Lord always. He reminds us, don't be anxious about anything, right? But in everything, present requests to God. See, Paul wants you and me to replace our worry and our fears with joy. The joy of knowing God's presence. The Lord is near. There's nothing that we can't take to our Heavenly Father. Anything and everything can be a part of our prayer life. Our our difficulties, our worries, our fears, our joys, our triumphs, all things that we can take with thanks. Thanks to a Heavenly Father who hears and answers every single one of our prayers. Yes, the Lord is near. God is here yesterday, today, and forever. I don't know if your this would be the same as mine. Maybe you're not a peanut butter cup fan or bacon you can do without or maybe you're not a baseball fan either. But here's a a good exercise. Think about those things in your life through which God brings joy. Because each of those things is a glimpse. It's a glimpse of the greater joy that is yet to come. It's the reason for the hope that we have. And as we think about those joys of this life, we remember that something way better, way better than even the joy I can experience here is yet to come. Simply put, God is greater. God is greater than this. He's greater than anything that we can experience in this world, no matter how happy something in this world might make us. Life in this world is good because God is great. And you know, don't you, the the greatest thing that God has done, the greatest blessing that God has brought into our lives, it's found in the cross of Jesus. Consider this. Even though we might take those this moments and actually give them greater position in our lives than God himself, we might use this moment to become an idol, God still loves us. Even though we fail to recognize the hand of blessing in our lives, those this moments as gifts from God, God loves us. And he loves us so much that he was willing to send his own son to take our place. Think about that for a moment. God's innocent son came to this life. God's own child died so that you and I could be called children of God. That's our status before God redeemed, loved, his own children, and heirs of eternal life. No wonder Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. I suppose this weekend we could consider a this weekend in a a manner of speaking. Lots of things going on this weekend that are pictures of the love of our Heavenly Father. Let's start with Mother's Day. If there's another way in this life that God has shown his unconditional love, a picture of his unconditional love other than through mothers for their children, I'm not sure what it is. The selfless sacrifice of mothers, their care for their children, their ability to put aside their own needs for the needs of their children, that's a picture of God. That's a this moment in our lives. And then there's some in here today 
who graduated this weekend, that's a this moment in life too, isn't it? One of those times when a culmination of all of the hard work, all of the, the papers and the projects and the tests, all of the late night studying, all of the effort that has gone in, somebody says, you did it. Here's your diploma. You made it. And now God gives new blessings as you enter a new phase of your lives. We have this moment, I guess, at chapel this weekend as well. A new worship coordinator has come with his family and God will bring blessings through the, the gifts that he has given to that worship coordinator to our chapel. We pray that the chapel ministry is a blessing to him as well. You see, the joy that God gives us even in the little moments of life, and that picture of joy is meant to lift our eyes to an even greater joy, our joy forever in heaven. Yes, we can rejoice in the Lord always. But it's not just joy that God gives us in this life. He also provides peace. Listen to the Apostle Paul's words in verse 7. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know what kind of peace the Apostle Paul is speaking of, right? Not an end of conflict, not no troubles in life, but, but simply a state of mind, a peace of heart, knowing that we stand before God holy and blameless, not because we could be holy and blameless on our own, but because the barrier of sin that stood between us and God, Jesus took it away. Jesus' death on the cross makes us at one with God, at peace with him now and forever. Did you hear how Paul described it? That, that peace of God transcends all understanding? How could we possibly ever understand, comprehend what would cause our Heavenly Father to send his own innocent Son to this earth to suffer for guilty people so that we could be looked on as innocent and be made heirs of eternal life? No human being can wrap their head around such grace and mercy and love of a Heavenly Father. And then Paul goes even further, that peace that peace that we have with God, it, it guards our hearts, it guards our minds, it protects us as we live our lives in this world, protects us from evil, keeps us on that narrow path to an eternity with him. All of this is centered in Christ, isn't it? It's in Christ alone that we have the blessings of peace with God and the joy that we know is coming for an eternity in heaven. Jesus is the biggest this that we have in this life knowing what God has done for us through him. Everything else, all other blessings that God give us, gives us in this world, really points us ahead to him, leads our thoughts to what is yet to come. And so when we look for those this moments, when we look for those things that God brings joy to us through in this life, it directs our eyes even further to the ultimate joy of heaven. In his book, Pastor Novotny called the this moments our trampoline to God. It's the way that our thoughts go from this life up into eternity as we think of the blessings that God has given us. I thought it might not be a bad idea for just a couple of moments today to consider some of the this moments that you might find in your life. So let's start with nature. Who doesn't love a sunrise or a sunset? A starry night, flowers, birds that sing, ocean waves crashing into the shore 
and maybe those aren't your best things in nature, but you can probably think something in God's creation that makes you just sit back and say, wow, what a great God we have. Or how about music? Maybe you've heard a melody, you've heard a song or, or listened to a lyric that just struck you in such a way as to say, how could God make something so beautiful like a song, like an instrument that plays music? Think about sports. Whether you played sports and found enjoyment in that or now you are a spectator, God does bring joy, doesn't he, through a badger victory, through other things that we get to see in this life? Work? the satisfaction of a job well done at the end of a day, a finished project. Maybe it's the promotion that you received or the raise that you got at work. Again, blessings from the hand of our Heavenly Father. Think about entertainment. When you get a chance to watch a good play or a movie or go to a concert and see that kind of blessings, the joy that something like that can bring, gifts from the hand of our Heavenly Father. What about family? Talked a little bit about mothers before, but it's not just mothers that God brings this moments through. Whether it's a father, mother, son, daughter, grandpa, grandma, aunts, uncles, the relationships that God gives us in this life are certainly this moments. And then I think about even in families, the joy that God can bring through our pets, through something that he gives us to enjoy in this life. And then I consider you. You are God's this moment. Right now, you are a this moment to each other as we encourage one another by being here together in worship. You can be a this moment to others as you live out the faith that God has given you in this life. All because of the joy and peace that our Heavenly Father has given us through our Savior Jesus because God is here. Whether or not they knew the exact concept of this, as the author describes it in his book, it certainly runs through the pages of Scripture that the authors recognize God's presence in their lives here and the joy of what was to come. Listen to these words of King David from Psalm 139. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your right hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. An ever-present God, a God who is always part of our lives, who is with us always, he's the one who brings us the joy and the peace that we need in the this moments of our lives. Some takeaways from our sermon today. Number one, God isn't just there in heaven. He is here with his love every single day. Yes, God is here and we, as we think about those words, as we let those words be a part of our hearts and our minds, we're strengthened as we think of the joy that is still to come. That's number two. We live with joy and peace through Jesus and the blessing of his forgiveness. The greatest this moment of all, Jesus sacrificing himself so that you and I can live forever. And number three, our this experiences remind us that our eternal home will be even greater. The joy that will be ours forever, not just for a short moment like some of the joys of this life, but for an eternity in heaven. 
Maybe you've been doing it all along through our sermon, thinking about your own this moments. But I did a lot of reflecting this week about this moments that God has provided in my life. And certainly my marriage would rank up there, the birth of my children would rank up there as this moments. But it was hard for me as I thought about this, there, there was one moment that kept coming back to me. And maybe the reason is because even now today, eight years later, it still is one of those things that I can relive. It still sort of gives me goosebumps as I think about it. My daughter happened to be a part of a, a track team at the high school that she went to. And the relay team that they had was a, a fairly fast relay team. They had been doing well during the year. They qualified for the state meet. And we weren't sure how they compared to the other schools. But the first day on Friday of the track meet, they qualified for the state final. And then I remember watching the final. I, I don't know why I was nervous. It didn't have anything to do with me, but I remember being a little bit nervous. And you know that it was a 4 by 100 relay race. You know, the whole race took 50 seconds, 50.38 seconds to be exact. But I remember watching the race unfold and, and just understanding, hmm, they're doing pretty well. Oh, leg one, leg two, got to leg three, and they were in the lead. And the baton was passed to our final runner on leg four, and she was able to cross the finish line first. Still today, I still get a little goosebumpy about that. Just knowing the joy that that gave, not just my daughter, but her teammates, the school, even others that were there to cheer them on, that was a pretty cool moment. But you know what I thought to myself this week? If something like that, if something like that that happened eight years ago can still, reflecting on it and thinking about it, give me that kind of joy today, it's hard to imagine, isn't it? how great heaven is really going to be. If something like that brings me joy still today, imagine the joy forever that you and I will experience when we are with our Lord forever in heaven. It's amazing to think about. So here's your assignment for this week. I want you each day to intentionally think of at least one this moment in your life. Whatever it is, something that you see, yep, there's God's hand of blessing. I recognize it. And will you do this? Will you share it with someone? Whether it's a family member or a friend, if you're somebody who loves social media, you can post it to social media. You're this moment for the week, for each day. Because as you do that, as you remember the joy that God gives you in this life, it'll trampoline your thoughts to the joy that is waiting for us forever in heaven. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.